new drive with Goodman and Fry. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry, watch us, smileysports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at T. Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Terry, it's like a white puff of smoke came up over Dove Valley last night as the announcement has been made that the Broncos, the Bolin Trust, and the Walton Group have agreed to terms on the sale of the team. The Walton Penner Group. Walton Penner Group. Well, yeah. Well, I think I think Penner kind of got very fortunate to marry into the Walmart <laughs> family. He's now the chairman of Walmart. I'm sure he's very successful in his own right. Uh, but yes, uh, we should just call it the uh, Walton Penner and Hobson Group. And with that, time now for the lead. The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, so Rob Walton is the big winner. Winner, the bid, the final bid, $4.65 billion. The group also includes with Rob Walton his daughter, Carrie Walton Penner, her husband, who's the Walmart chair, Greg Penner, and Melody Hobson, who has a resume like I have never seen, uh, co-CEO of Aerial Investments, chair of the board of Starbucks, and director at J.P. Morgan Chase. I don't know how she finds the time, but good on her. Uh, this is a record price for a sports franchise. The Brooklyn Nets went for $3.3 billion. Now, well over a billion more for the Broncos. The net worth for Walton, $60 billion, the next closest. In the NFL is Panthers owner David Tepper at roughly $17 billion. If the owners approve the deal, I don't see why they wouldn't. I think this is nothing more than a formality. Every Colorado major sports team outside of the Rockies will have ties to the Walton family. As Stan Kroenke is part of that Walton family. So you got the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rapids, and Mammoth. There was a one thing that surprised me about the price, and it's probably not what you think, that it wasn't more... If you got if you have seventy billion dollars, why don't you just throw a couple billion in it to pad it to make sure you don't lose the bid? It, it was interesting. Mike Kliss had had deep information on the the amounts of the bids, and they were all in the same range. And so there was some hard looks taken at the number of people involved. They did they didn't want anybody to have to like go outside to raise money to do it. The, that Rob Walton can just write liter- literally write the check if, right. if, if, if it's needed. With the other groups, they had to cobble together some of the initial money. With the Walton group, they did not. But this is what I don't understand. And I'm an auctioneer. I do that. <laughs> but I don't know with this particular auction on Monday or whenever it was, was this best and final offer or was it just another round of bids? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is there is a report that Josh Harris, who is the owner of the 76ers, he was willing apparently to go to $5 billion, but said he didn't want to go that high because he felt he would be outbid, which makes absolutely no That's sense whatsoever. However, however, he does have a little bit of an out. He wants to buy an NFL team. Mm-hmm. So if he goes up to five, 
if he goes up to five, and let's say Rob Wald and that group group go up to five point two billion, then the then that's the market eventually when a team becomes available. So you can make the case he didn't want to bid against himself when he wants a team that eventually could become to raise available. The, to raise the standard of value for franchise. Right. And 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 that is the argument that Josh Harris apparently is making with his group that he didn't want to bid against himself in case another team becomes available. But here's the thing. If you really wanted the Broncos, then bid $5 billion and and if Wall now bids you, that's fine. But the, my understanding is this is a blind auction. And how does either side know what the other side is bidding? But we Unless also, it's not the final round. We were also told early in the process, I thought, that because of fiduciary responsibility, the trust had mandated that they had to take the highest offer. And I'm guessing the Walton bid was the highest. Here's the thing. And this is what I don't know. And I put in a couple of phone calls and a couple of texts, and I've not gotten an answer yet. Was this... Final was this round the final round best and final offer? <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I, I I spent time in real estate on my real estate license, so I'm familiar with multiple bids. I'm familiar with best and final. The question is, was it a best and final earlier this week, or was it okay? Now we'll take the top two and let them go at it. I thought they were just bidding once. No, they've made bids in the well, past. I mean, in this in this round, they were you had to have your bid in. Your bid was your bid. That was it. So best and final. Yes. So it was, it, a, it was a seventh game of the series. Well, what the Harris camp is saying is, well, we were afraid we were going to be outbid if we went to $5 billion. Well, I got, I got a question for you, Josh. How in the hell would anybody know your bid unless you told somebody? <laughs> so it's contradictory if this indeed was best and final. With that, let's look at the new owner, Rob Walton. He's 77 years old. Um, Did who, you notice that his... Net worth went down in the process. Originally, he was listed as being worth seventy billion, but the uh, falling Walmart stock obviously affected it. He lost up to ten billion dollars on paper, and it didn't break a sweat. That's like me leaving a twenty dollar bill in my jeans when I wash my jeans, and suddenly, like a pair of socks, my twenty dollar bill disappeared. That's how much ten billion is to this guy. But I digress. The one thing I like about this ownership group is it seems to be in the family and not seems to be it is in the family so rob's daughter carrie walton penner is involved her husband greg penner is involved i don't think there's a relation between a uh, relationship family-wise blood relationship between melody hobson but she is part of this so i don't know where this goes but at least there seems to be a line of succession Unlike what we had with the Bolins. Well, that's the underlying underlying foundation of all that is that it avoids the potential for having another messy fight at the end. You know, we can say, hey, this family appears to be copacetic. They appear to all get along, but things happen. And it could, it could, this could help prevent a replay of the Bolin deal. I find it very, 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 very unlikely. And I think if the NFL thought there was a potential for that, they would have shot this down before it got very far. I don't think it's going to happen, but it, it avoids any chance of that. And Carrie, Carrie Walton Penner and Greg Penner are going to be apparently the most involved in the day-to-day -day operation. The question is, how much do they put things up to a vote? How much influence does each one of them have? Is this going to be completely free spending? Or 
the reason Walmart is so successful is because it it squeezes every nickel it can get out of every place. Okay. Oh. Even even are you even really with, going down this road? Even with seventy billion dollars, are you really going down this road? Yes, I am. Everybody can. I, I'm I'm reading Twitter. The Broncos have a brand new owner. I'm not. Don't take me wrong, Eric. I'm not raising any doubts about about Rob Walton and the family. I'm saying that. If you if you don't at least acknowledge the, the the social and business phenomenon that was Walmart, the business philosophy of it, I've been down in Northwest Arkansas for a lot of time researching books. I've I've talked to people who were in Bentonville and Springdale, Rogers, Fayetteville. I know that they they're they love that company for what it's done to the region. I mean, the region is just booming. But you have to acknowledge that that's the that is the Walmart business philosophy and it's going to be you walk through walmart and you see a box that says if this box is recycled it saves the company a dollar okay and so i think you at least have to acknowledge the potential that they made all this money off that kind of squeeze every nickel squeeze every penny philosophy in business whether it's is getting things cheaper from suppliers as far as as much as well, possible to go. Well, i mean you make it sound like there's you're you're faulting him for no, making I'm not. A I'm not. I'm just telling they got and, they, and they got they got wealthy based on a business principle of being cost effective in every way. What's wrong? How with will that? that how will that translate to a running? Well, I, I can answer the question. I for don't you. have an answer. For I have an answer for you. Actually, I do have an answer for you. If Rob Walden is anything like Stan Kroenke, who you and I have talked about, is willing to shoot the hostage, right? Yes. In any negotiation. How much should it cost the taxpayers of California for SoFi Stadium? In indirect ways, it costs the taxpayers. No, direct, no. direct ways. No, were they were they taxed? It, no. He built it on his own. No. And that's what you want. I have an owner, and I have a feeling if indeed the, they build a new stadium, he's not going to ask. I the taxpayers am raising for the possibility, and let's not be be naive and ignore the background, the the Walmart background and business philosophy here. If you want to bury your head in the sand and say they got rich other ways, that's fine. Which they did off real estate and other, other I, means. I am going, especially in the Cronky camp. I am probably, and I know this is going to seem hard to believe for you. I am probably more cynical than you are. In general, I am. That's just how I'm wired. You are a cynical guy. I am a cynical guy. In this particular case, I'm going to give the guy a chance, and I'm going to wait to see how this unfolds. I, I, I agree with so, that. So. So but then, but so, if you want to be naive and, and I'm not eliminate naive. the possibility of considering, so how is he going to? So how is he going to? How is he going to cheat the fan? Is he going to raise prices for tickets? Is he going to raise prices I, for I parking? I don't know. The point then is now a beer instead we, of ten dollars is twelve dollars. We are all now sitting back and seeing what happens. I think it would be naive to just give him a one hundred percent honeymoon period and assume everything is going to be copacetic because he's by far the richest owner in professional football. And there's a reason why he's that way. And again, if you go into the Maserati dealership and you have to ask what the price yes. is, you shouldn't be buying a Maserati. I think he knows he's going to have to put money into this team. I've just been through too many times when we sat back and suspended, suspended critical evaluation and cynicism in evaluating something along these lines and then found out later we were a little bit naive about the entire process. Well, I'm saying you're probably right. I'm saying every all the evidence on paper and in financial details mm -hmm. shows that he's probably not only just the richest owner in professional football, surpassing the Paul Allen trust now, um, 
that he will do a, he will do a good job in this. I think I think that, but I also think it's very very naive to ignore the possibility of other way uh, other things happening in him not being the perfect like what we're dreaming but like, I, like, I don't know well if you're going to say you, you're skeptical just tell me what you're skeptical about i'm skeptical about everything subjecting the business philosophy of of so give me an example of what could potentially Cronky, happen stan Cronky and not having training facilities but yet he has a team in the stanley cup final and he has a two-time mvp you mean that or the rapids i do mean recently I do, won a title arsenal that's really you're good still in the being Rams very naive about the impact of facilities you know what you know why i'm not naive because i didn't make the choice this isn't like a politician i voted for the wrong guy you don't no one has a choice no here. i'm saying we don't know we don't so, know so what moving we, forward so, but we got to keep i think we need to keep an open mind and not this get, isn't our decision you're making it sound like we have a vote here what does it matter? The only thing that would bother me is, is if he, if, if, if for some reason Rob Walton walks into the draft room and says, this is who we should take. That would concern me. That's it. You don't think, you don't think there's anything possible that Greg Panner thinks he knows a lot about football. For example, I'm not chicken my, little waiting for the sky to fall. I am. I'm He's cynical. He's a multi-billion I've been, dollar owner. It's great. I, and if he proves me wrong, I'll be the first one to say okay. it. You're worried about something that you can't see. I am see. not worried about it. I'm just saying, let's not be so naive as to spend I'm not naive. all critical judgment and, and future evaluation. I'm giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. So am I. You are, the way, I, the way I'm hearing you is, the way I'm hearing you is, you're looking at beautiful blue skies beyond the horizon line and saying there's a chance a hurricane's coming. How will they operate as owners? We don't know that. Will money be the uh, will money the fact that he is the wealthiest second wealthiest owner in professional sports? Uh, will that be just simply answer all all questions? Did, did, has it gotten in the way of Jerry Jones? Has it gotten in the way of Stan Kroenke in terms of spending? Because look at his teams; they're all pretty darn good, aren't they? Yeah. So and, and by the way. Uh, Rob Walton was down. He graduated from the University of Arkansas in 1966. Okay. That was the glory years of Arkansas football. Okay. So he was there in the Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson era. Great, yeah. So yeah. so he's probably a football fan yeah. and, can, and can call the Hawks. So there's a point in your favor. He probably is a football aficionado. Well, in that case, I'm passionate. Sure, in that case, I'll be cynical and say he's going to make football decisions. I'm going to make an assumption about so. He, and he could you not. Don't, you don't think there's any possibility that this could turn out to be a meddlesome ownership? Terry, I'm going to wait and see what I'm seeing on Twitter. Is all this criticism of Walton. Nobody knows anything about him. We're making assumptions about what he's going to do. How about he does it and then we criticize well, I him? I also think that you're putting way too much emphasis on Twitter as the barometer of public opinion. Um, and I, I realize you're saying I'm agreeing with some of that stuff. You're agreeing with a lot of it. But let me tell you what can go wrong. How about just be thrilled that this is no longer in the trust? That's fine. There we go. And now, and now we have that. somebody who's accountable. Why did it take so darn long with, with all the kids getting all that money? Well, I'm sure Johnny is thrilled. He can host quite a party or two. Coming up after the break, does it matter to you? Is it important to you that every team in town outside the Rockies is essentially owned by one family? Is that a big deal? And let's talk about a potential new stadium. How is this going to look? Or maybe they just renovate what they have. That's next.
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Danny always very good with the playlist. Now, what does this song mean again in relation to what we're talking about? Can you explain this to me? I mean, I like Sister Sledge. Well, your tease before the break right. was about now three of the four major right. pro sports teams being owned by people who all have familial relations. Danny Bailey, always listening. Welcome back to the show. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, highly recommend you go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air if you need a new HVAC unit. Right now, the prices are really good, but they're going to be changing over some things moving forward for all companies like this. And we had Kevin on the show yesterday, and he said the prices are going to be going up near the end of the year. So if you're thinking of getting an HVAC unit, now absolutely is the time. And not to mention, you're not going to beat the price for Mighty Plumbing and Heating there. They will match or beat any offer that you get from anybody else. Plus, they're offering a 30-point inspection right now, um, and you should absolutely take advantage of it to beat the heat. Next week, it is supposed to be in the 90s, so I think we are officially out of uh, the snow zone and into summer. So also uh, this May, or I shouldn't say this May, but you can get 150 bucks off any AC repair or 150 off any plumbing service. Go to mightyph.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service. And they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. Okay, Terry, there have been more than a few reports well before the final bid was accepted that a new stadium might be built. Land is cheaper. Let's call it like it is out by the airport. Maybe they build, not Broncos country, but Broncoville. Maybe they build an entire Bronco community out there. Or instead of doing that, would you rather them just renovate what they have? I've debated with myself. Do you ever do that? You ever debate with yourself? Medication helps me yeah. not do that. <laughs> I've dedicated. But when I'm not on the medication, I have many voices. I've debated my myself many times over this past yeah, few weeks, and, I, and my opinion has fluctuated. Uh, I, I keep thinking of Glendale, where in in the Phoenix area, where it's mm -hmm. impossible to get to, way out there, middle nowhere. They did a really good job with uh -huh. the arena. It's right. a terrific arena. Yep. And they did a really good job developing around the arena. But the problem is it's too damn hard to get there from Scottsdale and mm -hmm. downtown Phoenix. Yes, it is. So that would be my comparison and my worrisome comparison in looking at the possibility of, of uh, the Broncos going out to Commerce City. Although, you know, Commerce City isn't that far, but it's a long way from the, from the financial. Are you talking meeting. about Commerce City where Dix is or are you talking about Commerce City out by the airport? Well, Commerce City, either one, the, the land out there by the airport or Commerce City itself by Dick Sporting Goods Park. Yeah, they would have to do something with the roads. They would have to do something with the roads or it would be a traffic nightmare. It's kind of like driving to Foxborough when you go cover a Patriots game, which I've done many times. Okay. Uh, when, when, I, when I covered the Nuggets in the playoffs against San Antonio Spurs at the time, that arena was in the middle of nowhere. But then again, what owner wants to build on expensive land? Well, and in Glendale, they also built the University of Phoenix Stadium, which is something else now. That's right. the other thing. They keep changing the name. 
every three weeks, honest, and I don't keep up sometimes. But they have a wonderful football stadium there in the, in the very same area. It's not as much of a problem for a football team. And I will go along with that. If, brought, if this is a, a football stadium with, with, uh, out in the sticks, it's not that big a deal as it would be if it were a hockey team or a basketball team. You, they, they talked, I don't, I haven't heard anybody mention this, all right? And this just dawned on me as you were talking because I usually think about what I'm going to say while you're talking, which means I don't listen to you. Something just dawned on me. Well, maybe we'll build a community out there where the new stadium could be near the airport. Mm -hmm. Do you know anybody that wants to buy a house where planes are flying over all the time? (laughs) Thanks to Federico Pena. I mean, seriously, would you buy a house? I don't care if it was $100,000. Would you buy a house where planes are constantly flying above your house? Are you talking about Green Valley Ranch, that area, or or shorter there between, or closer to Commerce City? It's such vast land, I don't know where it would be, but... It depends on where they build it, and our well, plane's constantly flying over well, and they're at also, low altitude. It also seems like there's a hurricane or a tornado out there every, right. every once a week. Um, so Pat Boland, the family, the family trust, has now sold to another family, which is the Walton family. If you were Pat Boland, or I'll phrase it another way, if Pat Boland gave one piece of advice... To Rob Walton, what do you think it would be? Hire good people and let them do their jobs. I agree. And when, and when I say good people, that's a combination of professional competence and 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 people you'd want working for. Don't micromanage is what you're saying. Yeah. I'll give you another and piece. He, he was involved. I don't know if you agree with me on this, but I'll say it anyway. My father worked for him for a long time. Uh, he was more involved than people sometimes gave him credit for. He absolutely was. And, but in a good way, you know, he would, he would get into football, the weekly football. Well, I, I can't say that on the air because it, it violated NFL rules at the time that they actually had football pools in the Bronco office, but no, he would get into football pools and he, he wasn't an effusive personality, you know that, right? but he would, he would be a part of the atmosphere in the office. What people in the Broncos organization are used to have been there for a long time. When Pat Bowen was alive, and this is the piece of advice I'd give him. I know that you own Walmart, and if we're being completely honest, I'm not sure, although I can't say definitively, that you treat your employees like family. I'm not sure if you do or not. But Pat Bowen did treat his players, did treat his employees like they were family. And I think that has become lost as the years have gone on, not necessarily in the Broncos organization, but people are treated like commodities. I will tell you a story. Then we got to hit a break, but I'll tell you a story about Pat Bowlen and Carl Mecklenburg. And this is what I mean by treating someone like family instead of a line item on a spreadsheet. Mecklenburg obviously played seven different positions and there was a particular season They put him at a position where he was going to rush the quarterback, and he was going to get a lot of sacks. So part of his deal was the incentives were how many sacks he would get. I might have my timing a little bit off, but either during training camp or during a preseason game, a guy on the interior got injured, and they had to move Carl to that spot in which his sacks would 
go down tremendously. And he had that clause in his contract. He would get a bonus if he had X number of sacks. So the season ends and Carl is in Pat's office. And I know the story because Carl told it to me. He's in Pat Boland's office and Pat said to him, listen, I know what was in your contract about X number of sacks for a bonus. And I know you took one for the team. And I know you were a great team player. And I know you did not hit your sack total. But I'm going to give you that money anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he did. It was a significant amount of money. And that is treating the guys on your roster, the people who answer the phones, like family. Treat everybody like they are the most important person in the room. I don't know how he runs Walmart, and I'm not asking. So if Pat Bolin could give Rob Walton a piece of advice, not suggesting he doesn't do it already, make everybody feel important, and you will carry that family legacy from the Bolin family to the Walton family. That's the piece of advice I'd give him. I agree. I think that's that was his operating philosophy at the time, and it was pervasive throughout the organization. Every once in a while, people would, honestly, people would take advantage of his good nature right. or trusting or even affection for, for people around him. And he, he, would, uh, he was taking advantage of him. You remember some of those really toxic, toxic inside turf wars going on in the Broncos organization. What what year, what years were this? Oh, there were a whole bunch. There was there were several. Ones, but if it happened it, after two thousand and four, I'm probably familiar. But you got here in nineteen seventy six. Well, the Goodman fan, the Goodman family involved in no relation. Okay. Yes, no relation. No, really, no, no, really not. I'm positive. Michael Lombardi came in for a that, while. Well, I I could tell you enough about him to know he shouldn't have been hired in the first place. Coming up after the break, will the Avalanche play a week from this Saturday? I think we got a pretty good clue last night. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At T. Fry. At Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending, presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Well, the Lightning do what champs do. They find a way to come back in a series. Now the Rangers and the Lightning are tied up at two apiece. They will head back to Madison Square Garden. There is a guarantee of a Game 6, which will be this upcoming Saturday. Do you think that is the line of demarcation where... This series will start next Saturday. I don't know for a fact. I think, though, that they have found a way to rationalize waiting till the 18th, no matter what. That the avalanche will end up off for 11 days. So you, so are you suggesting yes. that, that if, if uh, the Rangers would have won last night and they close it out tomorrow? Oh, no, they don't want to win sooner. Well, yeah, well, that's what I was asking. Right. 
Yeah, I thought you said they were going to do anything they no. could to get it to yes, next Saturday. It's going to be on the 18th. I think it will be too, but that's why I think last night's game is so pivotal. Well, because if the Rangers, if the Rangers win the game and they close it yes, out tomorrow I'm, night, I, I'm I'm reacting on the result oh, of last night's game. Oh, okay, I see. not not on the what ifs going into last night's yeah. game. Because there is game. It's they're going to start the 18th. It's it's an yeah. ABC show. Yeah. I think they were leaning toward wanting to do that in the first place, and, and uh, so that's the way where it's left. Now I'm sitting here trying to fill out my NHL finals. Stanley Cup Finals media credential. Well, I would place. definitely do it during the show yeah, while we're talking, not, not during the break. I wouldn't recommend doing do while we're talking. You want to continue, and I'll no, just talk okay. by myself. <laughs> Will you vouch for me? Uh, yeah, I think you need eleven people to vouch for you to get a credential. Yeah, and you have to identify correctly. Identify the color of the blue line. Well, um, with all the different split personalities I have, I can cover you for seven. Again, depending on my medication. Danny, I got you for one. Oh, you got me for more than one. I'm being kind. You've got at least you, you're you're multiple. I maybe have three. I've you you and I know each other really well. I mean, I'm tired of you breaking into my house and taking my medication. <laughs> but but I digress. But in reacting to the series so far, it, it's been a home. It's been a home ice dominated series, which is almost kind of boring, right? It, it, and so I, I don't really believe the momentum should have swung much. That it's really been just completely home home ice. And so I think the Tampa Bay is going to end up. I realize the Rangers won on it on on uh, won the tiebreaker, and that's why they have home ice. Right. But I well, the Rangers haven't lost at home, just like the Avalanche haven't lost they, on the they, road. They're like two and whatever on the road. Right. Uh, I'm guessing. So I guess what I'm saying is, I think this is a home ice series. So you think the Rangers until a game seven? Well, then anything could happen. I well, think I think the defending champions can win a game seven on their pre- own. Predict who wins. You believe it's going to be the Lightning? I believe it's going to be the Lightning, so and, and in seven games, winning on the road in game seven. I think it's over Saturday. You think so? I do. I think it's over. I don't think it goes seven. I think the Lightning win. Uh, they they know what it's like to be down in series. It doesn't even phase them. For a young Rangers team, they're they're probably feeling the pressure. I'm guessing. Tampa isn't feeling it one bit. I hope our listeners are taking notes because I've been so dead on with my predictions of late. Right. Yeah, follow mine. I, the, Eric, the Avs are going to lose two in a row against Edmonton because they have such knowledgeable fans. That's not why I thought that. Knowledgeable I that I, and, 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 and great fans. I thought they were going to lose two in a row up there. I really did. I, I told I you that. Okay. And it's also kind of cool when the guy holds up the microphone and everybody sings all Canada. Right. Have we ever done that? We don't have an anthem where we can do that. Yeah, we can. It's called the national anthem. We we can do that if we choose to. We just don't. No, it's an impossible song to sing. Can you sing it? Yeah. No, I can't. Why? Because my voice is in, incapable of it. I think Oh Canada is a simpler tune. It is? Yes. Oh. It's okay. much, much easier to sing. It's more singable, whether karaoke or at the end of the bar. Karaoke? Or in the, or in the who, arena. Who, wait, who walks into a karaoke bar and says, you know what? Play me that Oh Canada. They sing all Canada in bars in Canada. They will do that at, when hockey games are on. Hockey night in Canada is on. If you'll, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. If now, if you're walking into a karaoke bar and asking I, them I've to play the national the, anthem, I, I've never known the feeling. So, yeah, yeah, I, that that seems a little bit odd to me that somebody would say. But I'm saying, I'm saying they they can sing yeah. and they do sing. Oh, Canada, their national anthem. One of the first songs I ever learned how. Not uh, let me rephrase that. I've been playing guitar for a very long time, but when I met Mandy, who is from Scotland, 
I learned to play on the guitar, Flower of Scotland. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And I can still do it. And I can still sing it. What do you think of that? That's pretty good. Thank you very much. Very impressive. You know what else is pretty good? Uh, What is sitting outside? Our friend Sean and Abby from Windfall Brewing Company. They have some steak tacos for us. They have some wings for us and other surprises. You're going to be eating. Sean and I are going to be talking. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? If my wife is listening right now, she will tell you that I need to have a bib on. That's up to you. Well, take that wet nap that you always wipe down the mic with. And just, yeah. Or Danny, do we have a beach towel for him? We could just strap around his neck. We can find something. Okay. Sean and Abby, Windfall Brewing Company are coming up next. We will also have, just in case you missed it, what do we have coming up there? Game three of the NBA Finals tonight. Golden State and the Boston Celtics all knotted up at one game apiece. But does someone have the edge there? We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Fry. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at tfry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. If you are looking for a great place to have a fantastic meal, how good is this meal? Well, the executive chef at Windfall Brewing Company used to be the sous chef at Shanahan's. That should tell you right there how great the food is. And oh, by the way, they have like 23 pinball machines, Pac-Man, all your favorite arcade games. Did I mention it's Windfall Brewing Company? They have 17 beers on tap, and they are an Avs bar, and we have more games to go. With that, I want to bring in Sean, one of the owners. He and Abby both stopped by the studio. What did you bring us today? Hello. Uh, what I brought today are some of our buffalo wings, um, which we uh, make our own buffalo sauce in-house. Yep. Use a little bit of maple syrup in there just to add a little bit of sweetness to that. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, to that heat complexity there. Yep. How is it, Terry? Are you? Do you want to? Do you want to talk? You can talk if you want to. Swallow, talk. Swallow, talk. How is it? Do you taste that maple in there? In the mic. I can taste the maple into it. This is better than the Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar is terrible. Don't ever compare. It's, it's don't trap. ever compare Anchor Bar and Buffalo. <laughs> To Windfall Brewing Company, or even Gabriel's Gate. Well, that's kind of my point. Yeah. No, that is really good stuff. And which sauce do you make? Uh, The blue cheese and the ranch. Okay. And the buffalo sauce that the wings are tossed in. Which do you like better, Terry? Do you like the ranch or do you like the blue cheese? Ranch. Okay, so I'm guessing this is the ranch? Yes. Okay. Or actually, try um, try it with a piece of celery. Please tell me you eat celery. Don't get it all over the table. Okay. And so they can I double dip? You could no, you cannot double dip because Danny and Nolan want to eat as well, and I think Anilo as well. And I'm guessing that's fantastic as well. Okay, so tell me about these tacos and the Reuben that you brought us because I love corned beef. Being Jewish, I grew up on bagels and cream cheese and corned beef. And no, I'm not Irish, but I love corned beef. So we do. uh, Danny's Irish. We do brine our corned beef in house. 
and then we use uh, our house made Thousand Island uh, sauerkraut, Harvardi cheese, and we go through Aspen Baking for our bread, which is out of Denver. Okay. Local. And then these tacos, which look great. Yeah, so those are our steak ha- steak tacos. Uh, okay. It has green cabbage that is lightly tossed in a cilantro lime vinaigrette. Okay. Pico de gallo, uh, chipotle crema, pickled red onions, and a cotilla cheese with tomato or excuse me tomatillo sauce on the side. And that's well, the green sauce right there. Well, I do not have to even try the steak tacos because when my daughter and I drove up there, we had them and they were absolutely fabulous. Now let's talk about what you guys have been doing for Avs games. Because you were getting people so liquored up because this team is scoring a lot. Oh, so we decided round two, the start of round two, that we would do free kamikaze shots for every Avs goal. Eight goals the first game. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> how, how did it work out game one? Oh, uh, well, a no, lot. no, not, not. Just, you, you should have it for both teams. Then oh, no, you no, 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 really no just We don't want to put them no, out of business. No. We don't want to put them out of business. Um, yeah, like eight goals the first game, and it was really nice though because you know we had a small crowd. Then when people started finding out, game three and game four, we had over a hundred people in our bar. Well, I have some good news for you: the Avs are going to be playing the Rangers or the Lightning with Vasilevsky or Shesterkin, and they're not going to be giving up a lot of goals. People will come in, they will eat, they will play pinball, and you're not. And all due respect to the Avs offense, I do not think you're going to be giving away a lot of kamikaze shots against those guys. So he will be wearing a Rangers or a Lightning sweater. No, abs. Abs. I know. Now he's a Wisconsin guy. He is a Wisconsin guy. Okay, Packers guy, right? Absolutely. And I'm so glad you have Rogers and the Broncos have Wilson. But then again, but then again, Wilson is one of your guys because he is a Badger, and so is Melvin Gordon. Right. What is coming up this summer? Because your location in the Orchard Turn Center is—I don't know if the location could be better. What goes on there during the summer? So the summer, starting the first week in July, we have a summer concert series that runs every Saturday, and they have local bands come out. There's usually around three to four thousand people that line the streets, and the streets are blocked off. Right. Um, and the concerts start at six thirty, and they go until about eight thirty, nine o'clock. Right. So how has business been? You've been around for like six, seven months. Six months. Yep. And you told me off air you're seeing so many return faces that should tell you about the quality of what you guys are doing we're very lucky to have our head chef and our head brewer they're making amazing food and beer and so right. that is one of the main reasons why we have the return customers our our service staff is phenomenal yep. and then we have the arcade which yep. is one of the top top of line arcades in the state of Colorado well I say this all the time that the food is great for adults if they like you are not bar food you're not even upscale bar food you are a really great restaurant that happens to have a brewery and oh by the way you can bring the kids as well they can go play and you can have some of these great appetizers now Terry you are having some of the steak tacos with the cochita it's great is it yeah I feel like it should be on the food network you should be on the food network why, well, why should you be on the food network? <laughs> because I'm a, I am a famous, famously competent and enthusiastic food tester. I'm kind of a big so deal. This is great. Okay. Good. Thank how do, you. How do people find you? Uh, they can find us on Google, uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, off of 144th and I-25 uh, at the Orchard Town Center. Okay. We're going to do a segment called Just In Case You Missed It. Stay with us here. We're going to leave the food here as well. If you want to chime in on any of these topics, just let me know, and and you can take my spot, okay? Okay. Time now for Just In Case You Missed It. The Final Word. Are you ready? 
is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, NBA Finals Game 3, the Golden State Warriors at the Boston Celtics. That game, 7 o'clock p.m. here, Mountain Time on ABC. So we saw a big comeback from Boston in Game 1. We saw the Warriors blow out Boston in Game 2. Does either team have an edge in this 1-1 series? I'm going to go with Golden State. Why? Because I think at the end of the day, they're too fast. And Clay Thompson, I think, is not going to be down this entire series. Eventually, he's going to start hitting shots. That is 100% correct. Sounds good to me. You're just going to continue to eat? Are you out? Are you com- so it's basically me and Sean here. It's really rude of you guys to talk while I'm eating. You know what's even more rude? You have Cochita cheese on your lip. Lick it off and don't wink at me when you do it. Danny? Just in case you missed it, Drew Brees will not return to NBC as an analyst for Football Night in America or Notre Dame football games, emphasizing a desire to spend more time with his family. Uh, This is something we talked about, I believe, Terry, your first day on the show here was Drew Brees tweeting about he didn't know what the future held. He wasn't sure which way he was leaning, if he was going to be back in the broadcast booth, if he was going to be back on the football field, or if he was just going to be doing other things, spending time with his family, coaching football, etc. So... Is this the end of Drew Brees' broadcast career? I think so. He dived in with both feet, didn't do very well. But again, I'm just flabbergasted by the principle that any network would think we actually watch football games because of the analyst. Well, I don't think that we watch games because of the analyst. I will say this. I bet some people made an effort to watch the intermission. Some people made an effort to watch the pre- and post-game because Gretzky was there. People made an effort to do that. You don't really believe that's not true, do you? Excuse the double negative. People tuned in. Are you just going to keep chewing? Okay. We had the sound on every game for the uh, during for the Avs playoffs, and we we listened to the you know the post game and right. you know intermissions and all that. I mean, who doesn't want to hear Wayne Gretzky pump the tires of the Edmonton Oilers? Because that's what it was like. The Oilers pre and post game show and intermission report. Well, you watch a Chargers Chiefs game. Because of the analyst. No, I'm not. Then, su- then why do you have to pay an analyst $70 million a year? Why don't you just tell me to get off your lawn? Get off my lawn. Th- that's what I thought. And just you just continue eating, Terry. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm looking at this Reuben here that I'm dying to take a bite of. The the They brought in only three steak tacos. We still have Danny here. We still have, I don't know if Anilo's still here. I'm sure he waited around. He left. Oh, he, he did? He, he, did. Oh, he was heartbroken, but he left. And Anilo could eat that entire spread by himself in about 10 minutes. So could you. No. You, really? You've never seen Anilo eat. I've never seen you eat. I've seen you eat on air where you decide not to talk and totally blow off the show. That's what I'm seeing. You're putting it all on me and Sean here. Sean, okay, this is the way. Fine. Welcome to Afternoon Drive, Eric and Sean. How does that sound? You can have all the food you want to, Terry. You're out, baby. You're out. And take a taco with you. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk in any store, Terry. In case you need a refrigerator, store all the food that you're going to eat while we're talking on air. 
But the best part about Mountain High Appliances, honestly, it's their sales staff because they can help you design a whole kitchen. They can get you something to fit your budget, something high end. And you go into those big box stores. You know what I'm talking about, Sean. You ever go into a big box store and maybe you want to buy an appliance and then the guy wheels you over to get a screen protector for your phone and you're thinking, really? What kind of customer service is this? There's no customer service there. You're going to get it at Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, Terry's going to swallow and we're going to do a segment. We're going to talk about the new ownership team for the Broncos. And is it important? How important is it? that the Broncos now have, by far and away, the wealthiest owner in the sport. That's next.